This is the Information Brief, a Holyoke media service with the most recent updates of relevance in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. I am Johan Rashivega, and this is the information for Friday, April 3rd of 2020. Secretary of Health and Human Services provides an update of the Holyoke Soldiers Home cases confirmed, including the number of deaths now 21. State Representative Aaron Vega shares a wide update on legislative and state-related matters around the COVID-19 emergency. The City of Springfield releases this Friday an advisory for residents to wear face coverings in public. And we have the summary of Dr. Strike update regarding the Holyoke Public Schools. This is the information. This Friday afternoon, Secretary of Health and Human Services, Mary Lou Southers, provided an update of the deaths and confirmed cases of COVID-19 at the Holyoke Soldiers Home, including the actions being taken at the moment. So um, the total numbers at the Holyoke Soldier Home as of today, we've had 21 veteran resident deaths, 15 were positive tests, two negative, one unknown, and three pending. We have uh, now completed the testing of all the veterans. 59 veterans tested positive and 160 have tested negative. We have created, um, under the leadership of Val Liptic, we have created um, uh, basically separate zones within the, or separate units within the home so we have created um, units for individuals who've tested positive, units for people who have tested negative, so that we can ensure that people are appropriately isolated and treated. The Clinical Command Center is working with the Holyoke Medical Center to create additional capacity at the medical center if we need to transfer individuals who are acutely ill. We've also added an infection control nurse who started, I believe, yesterday um, and we expect um, additional staff resources. We have the National Guard who are there, uh, both National Guard who are there as um, what I would call environmental and food staff, as well as the National Guard who are medical corps who are expanding and augmenting the staff. We have State Representative Aaron Vega via Zoom, who is sharing with us a wide update on matters of the legislative level and also the work being done at the local level as part of the incident command structure with a focus on food and social services. Thank you for taking the time to be with us, Representative Vega. Well, thanks, Johan. And for what you're doing, too, I think right now it's important that we all try to just keep sharing information. It's kind of information overload. Um, but uh, I think it is important to know what's going on. It's, it's basically changing day by day. Uh, be it governor's new orders, uh, legislation that we've been able to pass uh, in the House and Senate. Um, so, so we are, I think, at the end of maybe week three, depending on how you look at the calendar. Um, but the end of week three, uh, as far as the schools closing and the sort of shelter, uh, not quite shelter in place, but the stay-at-home orders. 
So one of the things we're really trying to work on is how do we leverage what's happened at the federal government with the CARES Act? Um, so how do we at the state levels both obviously follow that money to our hospitals and to our unemployment and to our small businesses, but then what can we do locally to add on to that, um, especially around food benefits, uh, unemployment, uh, supporting our small businesses, uh, and sort of uh, figuring out what's next. I think that um, it's hard to determine what's going to be needed because is this going to be for another you know, two or three weeks that businesses are closed for five weeks. Are we talking into May, into June? Uh, obviously, the recovery effort is going to really be something, uh, something that's going to be a heavy lift for our agencies uh, at the state level and uh, just everyone in general. So, um, again, I think it's just unprecedented. And we're, I think that in a lot of ways, we're trying to figure it out day by day. Uh, today, there was a bill passed that uh, addresses... Um, evictions and foreclosures, making sure people can stay in their homes. Obviously, that is critical in this time. We don't want anyone being foreclosed upon. Uh, we're obviously going to support our building owners as well. Landlords are going to need to pay the bills as well, so we, we, we got to figure that out. Um, we also are continually trying to make sure that our small businesses can be uh, can weather the storm, if you will. Uh, we are allowing restaurants that do food pickup uh, to, be, to also have alcohol included in that. Um, but it's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, you know, people are, are, are locked at home and, uh, and need to uh, have what they need. Um, and we're also, again, looking at um, the mental health issue. I think that that's a big thing that we're going to be dealing with over the next couple of weeks is how do we get mental health services to people now that can't go to their appointments? Um, and I think as I think about families at home, you know, I'm at home. Uh, I only have a six-year-old, uh, so it's pretty easy to contain. Uh, but, you know, think about some of these kids, three or four kids at home, uh, teenagers, uh, any special needs uh, kids at home that, um, you know, usually get services through the schools. It's, it's a lot for our families right now. And in regards of the tragic situation at the soldier's home, uh, what information yeah. do you have? We know that uh, Mayor Mons has been communicating with the Secretary of Health and Human Services, and now the, the new task force is, is being in place. But uh, what is that that you know of uh, from your, your role as a state rep? Sure. So the soldier's home obviously is an issue that, um, you know, was a big blow to a lot of us. Uh, I think, um, you know, we were fearful of that. I know they made early steps to restrict visitors. Uh, we thought that was a good move. Uh, but something happened in this last week that uh, obviously things got out of control. Um, I'm really happy at the response that the Secretary Sutters and the governor have put forward. Uh, the National Guard is there. Hope Medical Center stepped up to be a partner. Base State is there for services as needed. Um, we've got to make sure that the staff is supported right now, especially if staff are falling ill. Uh, we need to make sure that uh, supplementary staff are there to support our veterans. Um, we want to figure out what happened there because we already know that this is creeping up in other private nursing homes across the state. Um, we already know this with vulnerable populations we saw in Washington State. Uh, so we need to make sure that systems are in place to make sure this doesn't spread. Uh, and it's just... I think it's an example of just how fast things can escalate. You know, I think it was on the 20th or the 21st uh, that the first person passed away. It was determined by the 25th that it was COVID-19. And five days later, you've got eight people dead and four or five uh, staff infected. So that's how fast this thing can move. Unfortunately, I think it also kind of made it more of a reality for folks here in Holyoke in the Western Mass. I think that, you know, people who are watching TV see it again in New York or in Italy or another country, maybe a little bit, you know, what's going on in Boston, but to have it right here, 
uh, I think really hit home, literally. Um, so now the National Guard is there. Uh, they've done two rounds of testing on the 200 plus residents and staff there. Um, and so we're hoping that uh, they're gonna have some, some, some numbers of what we're dealing with up there now. And I think we just wanna move forward on how we deal with this situation now. Um, there will be there is a private investigation going on. The governor appointed a private lawyer to do a private investigation to kind of find out what happened. Uh, the legislature is also looking at doing an oversight hearing. When we can do that is anyone's guess. I mean, we're not actually meeting at this point. We're able to pass uh, agreed upon legislation. So I know people want to see some bold moves on legislation right now, but, um, you know, we're not coming together. We're not bringing 160 reps in Austin uh, to take votes. So the, the legislation that is getting passed is addressing the issues, but maybe not as bold as some people want it. But the legislature is committed to doing an oversight hearing. You could think of it when that, um, when that tragedy happened in New Hampshire with that young uh, driver who tragically killed a bunch of motorcyclists. Uh, the governor sent a, did a private investigation, but the legislature also did an investigation because there may be new legislation we need. There may be new oversight or systems in place that we need to put forward. So, you know, we're committed to doing something. Again, the timeline, I have no idea. Another uh, important point to take in consideration now that you brought up the importance that now it's uh, beginning to feel real for for many here locally that they felt, oh, this is just happening everywhere else, but not here. Um, the governor has been talking uh, recently a lot about the search, and we are uh, looking up for it to happen between the 10th and the 20th of April. Uh, so what are some of the measures that are happening right now in order to be prepared for that? Sure. So um, I'm on a weekly call. Um, Pat Duffy from my office and I are on a weekly call uh, with the hospitals, including Hope Medical, Bay State, Mercy, and Cooley Dickinson. So we're getting constant updates on uh, where, how they feel. Um, right now, again, they feel like they have enough uh, you know, PPE for current uh, levels, but they're worried about the, about the surge. Um, they, we know that Hoyt Medical Center was able to reuse their old ED as a sort of quarantine area as needed. We're continuing to look for more ventilators and PPE for our frontline workers, of course. So it's helpful for the Western Mass delegation to you work at United Front as well to do to to go to Boston and say, hey, we need more. You know, we need more support. We need more more supplies. Um, I think the hospitals are doing everything they can there, preparing. We also see what's happening in Worcester. Uh, they're preparing an outdoor um, hospital, uh, off-premises hospital. Uh, we're not doing that yet, but there's been some talk of it. I know Mima is in the area looking at other options. But the hospitals would definitely rather be in their buildings with their staff and their equipment and be able to handle what they can. We're hopeful that if people are listening to the social distancing and staying home, that we can sort of, you know, flatten that curve, as they say, especially out here in Western Mass. But again, this is the kind of thing where, you know, you could, you could have it and not show any symptoms, but be passing it on. And that's, that's the issue with this. I think that people, you know, they say, it's a beautiful day outside. Let's go hang out with my friends. Let's, you know, I'm, I'm, you know uh, it's okay to go for a walk with your family, but you really need to keep distance because this stuff just travels you know, exponentially and, you know, without, without, without any, uh, without any consideration to age, race, gender, or anything like that. So, um, and that's something that we're working with, with the hospitals too, is we we're looking for a little bit more data on the, on the actual, um, who's getting infected, what areas so that we can sort of address that, um, you know, a little more geographical information, um, 
I think that'll be helpful. That's not being kept uh, or, uh, at the state level per se, but the local hospitals are. We're working with the Springfield uh, Health Institute to kind of work on that to make sure we know, you know, if there are certain areas where we see something happening, we want to be able to get it fast. Just as we did the soldiers' homes, so whether it's a neighborhood or a certain city or a town that something's happened. Um, you know, we've all heard those crazy stories about a wedding or a funeral that somebody was at and suddenly all these people are infected at a small town or whatnot. So we need to sort of chasing as it is, as they say, you know, so when someone comes in and they are, they're showing signs or if they're sick, we need to know where that person was so we can go back and sort of trace those steps and um, get that information out to people they may have been in contact with. Any additional information that you may want to share with us in terms of uh, legislation, but also anything uh, locally as, you know, as a regular, regular yeah, resident? Yeah. So, So two things I'd say. So um, one of the big things that we've, we've you know, uh, my office has joined up with the mayor's office um, on the sort of task force, if you will, and we're sort of focused on the food access and food security issues and working with all the great organizations like Providence Ministries and Kate's Kitchen, the Boys Girls Club, um, Food Bank of Western Mass. So the two things I would say is that, um, you know, I think that all those equity issues that we already knew about, whether it's education or food access, are just, uh, you know, exponentially drawn to the light now. I mean, it's even more so. So we want to make sure that we're supporting uh, people to make sure they get the food they need. I know the school's been doing a great job of getting food out to everybody. Um, the two things I want to say is that if people um, in this time, again, most people are worried about their next paycheck and they've maybe even lost their job, so that's, you know, but people do have money to donate. Um, we're, we're supporting two organizations locally. That would be the Food Bank of Western Mass., and the Community Foundation of Western Mass. Um, the Community Foundation of Western Mass has set up a fund where they're giving grants without application uh, to organizations doing work in the area. Uh, I've been promoting the Boys and Girls Club and their dinner program to be supported by them. So I think that's important. Um, if people, you know, I know people want to go out and volunteer. Um, you know, unfortunately, this isn't like a natural disaster where it's all hands on deck. Um, but there are some opportunities to volunteer. Again, you can check with those two organizations. Um, You know, as we talk about food distribution, we're talking about, you know, this continues on. Obviously, it's going to continue on uh, through this month, for sure, through April. But how do we get food to people, right? You know, having to pick up locations, one thing. But if I'm at home with two or three kids and being told not to go out, how do I go get the food? So we're trying to figure out how do we get food from point A to people's homes. Uh, so maybe some opportunities there. And I think just, you know, on a personal note, You know, this is something that, uh, you know, things are, this is often set up lots of things, but we're all in this together. You know, um, you know, I might be a state rep uh, by title, but, you know, I'm at home with my kid and my wife trying to figure it out. We're trying to keep our yoga business alive. We're, we're trying to homeschool. Um, we're cooking at home a lot more, occasionally trying to go out uh, and, you know, support a local business with some pickup food, but it's not easy. This is not in our DNA uh, to stay at home. Um, you know, we're missing events, we're missing concerts, we're missing the social activities. So, you know, hopefully people can utilize the technology of Zoom and other things to kind of keep in touch. Um, but again, as as um, as things start to get a little stressful, I think just remember we're all, we're all in this together. This isn't just a Massachusetts thing. This isn't just an America. This is the world that is dealing with this. So this is something that we're all going to be. Um, Able to back on and say, we got through that, and let's hope we got through that with a sense of grace and a sense of pride in our communities. 
State Representative Aaron Vega, thank you so much for, for sharing this information, uh, not only today, but all the work that you have been doing for this past days, uh, every day, and we will yeah. keep track of, of that information. And also, whenever you need uh, to utilize this platform to to share any important information, uh, this this is always open open for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, just, it's not about politics, you know, so the, the Fifth Hamden page on Facebook is, is nothing about campaigning. It's It's all just information. I've always used it as my information platform. So the Fifth Hamden, which is the district we are, Holyoke, um, it's just we're continually putting information out there for people to have. And if you need to, if you need to not get information and take a break, I don't blame you. All right, turn the TV off, turn the, turn some good music on. But um, again, we're trying to get as much information out through you and through other outlets as much as we can. So thanks for what you're doing. Thank you to Representative Aaron Vega for this information that you shared with us today. In other news, Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno issued this Friday a new public health advisory asking residents to wear face coverings when out in public, especially in locations where people are in transit, such as, but not limited to, grocery and convenience stores, bus and train stations, pharmacies and medical facilities, pet supply stores, and hardware shops or if they otherwise leave their home to participate in an exam activity. A face covering can include anything that covers your nose and mouth, including dust masks, scarves, and bandanas. Healthcare worker masks like surgical masks or N95 must be preserved for people in the healthcare system. It is important to note that wearing a face covering should not give an individual a false sense of security. Residents are strongly encouraged to continue to follow all CDC and DPH protocols, including, of course, social distancing. This advisory and their recommendation is made out of an abundance of caution and continues with the City of Springfield effort of being proactive for the greater good of the community's public health and wellness. Due to the proximity and strong interactions of Holyoke residents in the city of Springfield, it's important to keep this new advisory in mind as the surge of the COVID-19 cases is being predicted any time between April 10th and 20th. The city of Holyoke has not made any announcement on this matter as of this Friday afternoon. However, just before 6 p.m. of this Friday, the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, released a nationwide recommendation to wear face masks when outside. On Thursday evening, Holyoke Public School Superintendent Dr. Stephen Schreich was on Facebook Live giving a comprehensive update of different topics related to the schools and summarizing the points addressed by the superintendent. The food sites will continue to operate at Morgan, Kelly, Lawrence, Holyoke High North, and Donahue from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. In order to better protect staff and families, beginning this Monday, April 6th, food distribution will be shifting to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays only. Families will be provided with two days of meals, breakfast and lunch, when they go to the sites on Mondays and Wednesdays. And Fridays, they will still be provided with weekend meals. 
Also, the Boys and Girls Club are providing dinner from Monday to Friday from 5 to 6.30 p.m. at their club located at 70 Cosmos Way. The remote learning from home tools have been compiled in a robust website, hpsathome.com, with content created by Holyoke Public Schools teachers and is sorted out by school, by grade, and includes resources for students with disabilities and special education. There has been a distribution of Chromebooks for families. The goal is to get these devices in the hands of each family, and to request that device, you should contact your school teacher or you can text or call to 413-561-0862 or the Spanish-speaking line at 413-314-3560. Work packets are available at the meal distribution sites as well. A partnership with the City of Holyoke, Holyoke Public Schools, and Comcast will provide internet connection to any family for free over the next six months. During the next week, the information to sign up and get access codes will be sent out to the families. Report cards for this trimester will be sent by mail, and for the first time, elementary families will have online access to their, to their children's notes. Regarding April vacations, there's still direction to be provided by the state. Hopefully, by next week, there will be a decision made. There is the development of counseling support for families who are struggling during this time, whether it's with finances, mental health, or parenting. And seniors will have a very well-deserved celebration, regardless the time it takes to resume regular activities. Also, a weekly communication by the Holy Public Schools has been sent, and we will include the link to this information that also has all the statement by Dr. Steven Schreck on his Facebook Live update and the link of this information brief. Stay in the know with Holyoke Media. We are reporting different announcements, services, and updates in the local, state, and federal level related to the COVID-19 emergency. This service is available in English and Spanish for our community in the city of Holyoke and the Pioneer Valley. This is the information we have for now. We will continue updating and following up as soon as more information becomes available. If you have questions or information to share with us, as well as your concerns, you can contact us on our different outlets on social media. We are on Holyoke Cable Channel 15, and also you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and podcast distribution platforms. Remember to wash your hands, don't touch your face, and keep a safe distance if you need to be out. This has been the information brief for April 3rd, 2020. I'm Johan Rashivega, and you're watching Holyoke Media. <laughs>